Welcome to Let's Talk with your host, Teresa Ann. I'm so glad that you are joining me on today's Flipping the Script Monday. So on today's show, I'm going to be talking about the five love languages, but in a way that you may not have heard it spoken of before. So here's what's coming up next. today's show, I am really excited to highlight this because when you have, I don't know if you have done this like I have, but if you've taken the gifts test or if you've taken maybe the five love languages test, which by the way, I do believe there should be six love languages, at least one of them being the extra one being food. Mm -hmm. So with that said, where I have scored highest is words of affirmation and physical touch. Now, if you've taken the test, where have you ranked the highest? So where you scored the highest is how you express your love most likely and how you receive it the most or how you receive the communication of whether you're loved or not. And so for me, if I don't get words of affirmation from my husband or physical touch like I would like because it's like a needy thing almost, that I feel as though he doesn't love me. But one day I got that sweet nudge. What if he judged you on the same way you are judging him? And I'm like, well, what do you mean by that? Like, I think I do everything the right way. <laughs> well, his is acts of service. And I'm not big on acts of service. I would rather just write tons of notes and love on him and just tell him how wonderful he is. But if the laundry is piling high or the the house needs to be vacuumed or food needs to be cooked, I'm like, oh, I don't really want to do it, but I have to. Well, that doesn't show love to him, right? If that's how he was basing my love for him. But he, thank God he does not do that. At least I don't think he does. So as I was thinking about that one day, especially today, I was thinking as I was vacuuming and I thought, wait a second, if we're not careful that love language test can be a test of great contentment where you are judging your partner, your friends, whoever, that they don't love you enough because you don't feel loved or your love tank isn't full. Okay, those are those are words I've used. Those are words I've heard other people use. Now, here's what happens with that. It's a cop out. And here's why. Because what we're doing is we are blaming the other person as to why we are not fulfilled in an area that was never meant to be fulfilled by them. Now, it doesn't mean to lack consideration for them. It means this, that we as a husband and wife especially are not called to complete one another. 
We are called to complement one another as we go to the Father to be completed by Him. And in our completion and wholeness from Him is where we can love our spouse from the overflow of His love, okay? Not from our own jacked up version of what we think love is. So it's like this bartering thing, like, okay, I'm going to love you like this if you love me like that. Well, here's the deal. At the end of the day, when you and I are not fulfilling that love tank the way that our spouse or we need it, what happens is it's just a cycle, right? It's a cycle of you didn't do this and I didn't do that because you didn't do that for me. And it's just a never ending cycle of childish ways. But here's the difference between childish and childlike. Childish is very selfish, whereas childlike, there is wonder and awe. When we finally realize that where I give love the most, which is words of affirmation and physical touch, where I think I need to receive it from my spouse or from other people, it's actually an indicator an indicator that I haven't surrendered that part of myself to the Father. That's all it is. And so with that awakening, I can now say when I feel that indicator go off, like, oh, I'm not feeling loved right now because of words of affirmation are not being fulfilled, that I know the indicator says, run to the word. Run to the word. I am a feeler. He is going to allow me to feel the tangible touch of his love. And it's going to be overwhelming and it's going to be in different ways. But I want to give that to you today because let's just say, and, and this again is not a cop out to say, well, whew, I don't have to love my husband the way. No, 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 no. This is an indicator to love with the love of God, because he's going to cover every love language, whether they need that or not. He will infiltrate every part of our being to consider the other over ourselves as they will be doing the same thing, or hopefully they will. This is all about flipping the script of our perspective of, I'll do it if you do it for me. But really, he's already done it for us. So while we were yet sinners, he died for us. He, we can love because he first loved us. God is love. When you read 1 Corinthians 13, when you read 1 John 4, 16 through 18, you do not want to do anything without his love because from his love, everything else flows properly without even trying to think about it. It just happens by default. So I want to really share this with you that when the indicators of, oh, I'm not getting I'm not getting what I need here in this area. It's not an indicator that they need help. It's an indicator that you need him to fulfill that part of you that you have not yet surrendered, that I have not yet surrendered. So thank you so much for joining me on today's Flipping the Script Monday. Remember what this show is all about, bold inspiration, revealing God's goodness.
thank you all so much for joining me on Let's Talk Studio. And I'm so grateful that you like, share, and subscribe to both my podcast and YouTube channel. For a greater reach, your reviews are so greatly appreciated. I also want to encourage you to go to godlychitchat.com and see why Selena Beginski with Pearls in Bloom and myself, Teresa Ann at Let's Talk Studio, why we are better together.